0: Well you see, I take a cold bath every day for three hours and then I add ice to no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I will not answer that. Redacted. No, it's canon now. Oh no. We all know why magic's cool. Oh no. <laughs>
1: Hello and welcome to Lawmakers, the show where we showcase the storytellers, the creators, and the world builders. I am your host, Scarlet Song. She/her. You're a local librarian, and today we'll be opening the books, or in this case, scrolling through them, because today we're delving into the backstory and the behind the scenes of this amazing webtoon artist and creator. Who are you, you gorgeous bean? <laughs>
0: hello hello i am magic fire and i am a illustrator artist and comic artist i am she her pronoun and i make comics what kind of comics my main comic is called dreamwalker which is soon to be on web two originals. yay Woo! Knows this. that's so exciting <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Um, and I have a secondary side comic called Path of the Twin Tail Beast.
1: Nice, nice.
0: So, for those who have never encountered your work, what is Dreamwalker? Ooh, okay. So, Dreamwalker is about a boy who's named Spider, lost his childhood crush to a supernatural being called Nightmares. Now, he joined a group called the Dreamwalker so he can traverse across the dimension and worlds to save the one that he loves. That is. <laughs> the premise
1: my kokoro so powerful so dreamwalker right it's in the name you're walking through dreams mm-hmm. you mentioned that they travel interdimensionally yeah. what are they harnessing is it a magic
0: It is magic. So even though I say dreams, my story and lore is less about the mind and more about the physical world. Because you see, dreams in my world are real. Everything that you dream of is real. It's just another dimension that you're peeking through as you dream. So in that case, does it follow the
1: logic of A multiverse is what you can see every single dream. So every variation, there's another variation of that world.
0: See, here's where I'm different from most of the multiverse franchise that's out there, is that every world is unique in itself. It is not a variation. There's no copies of certain characters and stuff. Right. They're all unique on its own.
1: Right. So if you go into a dream sequence, do you kind of physically manifest yourself within that world?
0: No, actually, your soul actually splits itself when it dreams and travels to that world. And you, you see it through these little wisp-like thing, <laughs> which is called like, it's like a soul fragment. Ooh. Yeah. And once you've experienced the dreams around you, and then when you wake up, you, that piece of soul will come back to your main body and you wake up. Right. And you simply presume that that is your dream, but you're actually, you know, your soul is actually there in that world. Oh, that's so
1: cool! I really love that. So, what inspired that? Where did you go? Hey, the places you're exploring are real, and your soul is the thing exploring. Like, what led you to that conclusion? Because that's oh, I love it! It's so good.
0: Yeah. So, I have very vivid dreams personally. I've experienced a lot of things through dreams and I wrote them down. Right. And the more I write them down the more clear I can dream each time nice. and to the point where to this day I have a dream every single day and I can vividly recall them that's awesome yeah I love that if I were to write those dreams down I can permanently remember them that's so good
1: can you read your handwriting when you wake up I feel like I never can
0: I use a phone <laughs> <laughs> I see you. I used to write I used to write a book I can't I can't read anything on there <laughs>
1: No, I 100% understand. I I tried to keep a dream journal at one point and I just couldn't read my handwriting.
0: Yeah, phone is much better.
1: That makes sense.
0: (laughs) Although I have a lot of spelling mistakes, so...
1: Ah, it's fine. (laughs) It's
0: readable. At
1: least it's readable. Your soul is halfway. It's readable and your soul is halfway and across another dimension coming back while you're writing it. It's fine.
0: Yeah. In a deeper part of this lore, yeah, if you could call it, right. is that people who are creative and write stories for themselves, I like to think right. that they are also inspired by the dreams that they've seen. Right. Similarly, in my comic, when you go out there and you explore the world's with your soul fragments, right. you get inspired, you write down your story, and you share across the world, for example. yeah. So theoretically, Dreamwalker is real, oh. it's just somewhere out there in the world. I love that.
1: That's so sweet. Yeah. Would you want to say hi to your characters if you ever met them?
0: I think they would kill me. <gasps> Why would they kill you? <laughs> They've
1: suffered a
0: lot. I mean, yeah. They've suffered a lot.
1: So your characters have suffered, but would you still want to meet them yourself?
0: Oh, definitely. I think Dreamwalker started is because I want to be in uh, other people's work as well. Imagine myself in other people's world. Going through an adventure with them, similarly in my dreams, I I watch my characters go through all these dream sequences and stuff, and I weave them into my story as well.
1: That's cool. So do you lucid dream then? Like, Do you have control in those moments, or do you just write what you encounter?
0: I haven't been able to lucid dream, to be honest. I don't really have control. As, right. as I've read on the internet, people describe what lucid dreams are. You can go wherever you want, you can actually create stuff etc but to be honest i haven't had that kind of power right but i do just experience what the character feels and what the story is going on right Uh, the thing is i can clearly picture what the story is about it's as if i was walking through a story with these characters that's cool so in those dreams then
1: you're an observer
0: yeah i would say i was observer sometimes i'm also the main character right That's so cool I love that. So, how long have you been keeping a track of your dreams? Oh, been a while. Since high school, probably. Yeah. That would be like six years now.
1: So, what inspired you to keep a track of your dreams in the first place?
0: They were interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. That was it. That was it. They were fun. Perfect. I love it. Yeah. Do you have a particular dream that kind of stands out to you? That you kind of always, not necessarily revisit, but you go and you feel like it's real?
0: Yes, definitely. So one of the characters in my story, her name is Jane. Mm-hmm. Her entire background, uh, I'm going to try and draw her backstory one-to-one to what happened to my dream. Nice. I was watching her action through the dream, and I can feel what she felt. And I know what she wanted. Right. I was practically Jade herself while I was in the dream.
1: Nice. Mm -hmm. So do you feel like you embody yourself in different characters or do you relate to one particular character?
0: I think I embody myself with all the characters. I think that's just a tool for as a writer. Right. As a comic artist to know what my characters want Mm -hmm. know what they need. Right and that's how I make conflict because when characters' ideals clash against another mm. that's where the plot happens
1: that's true so Dreamwalker is combat oriented yep. it's definitely got those action vibes and sweeping motions Hell yeah, and if yeah. you haven't checked out Out, is it still available to check out? yes yes yes, yes, okay, yes. it will be taken down soon nice. so at the time of this recording it's still available everyone go check it out links in the show notes yeah. please go hang out on Magic's webtoon Amazing stuff, beautiful art all the time. Oh, I'm blushing. It's true, though. <laughs> so, plots, character conflicts. When you are writing character conflicts and you're writing conflict beats within your story, you do it with fighting sometimes, mainly around bad guys, but there is also interpersonal fighting. Which is more difficult for you to write, the interpersonal fights or the action combat fights?
0: Mm, to write, I feel like they're both the same thing. Right. For fighting, if the fight has no purpose behind it, if they're just, you know, fighting, it's not really interesting. Right. So I personally like to express why they're fighting. Right. What does the bad guy want? What is the bad guy doing before he meets the hero? What does the hero want? And why is his ideal conflicting against the bad guy? Right. Those are the kind of questions I ask before I start fight. And I also want to know the end, which is... What the hero will learn from this? What the bad guy will learn from this? What will both sides gain from this? What is my finish line? What is my goal? Yeah,
1: what also do they lose in those scenarios?
0: Yeah, what do they lose? Exactly, yeah. And then I can kind of weave whatever that's in the middle will come more natural.
1: So do you come from the goal or do you come from the conflict?
0: The goal comes first and what the characters wants comes first. Definitely those two. Right.
1: So character writing. How do you write your characters?
0: Right. So... Funny enough, my main character, Spider, he is not in my dreams at all whatsoever. He is a character created solely to weave all the dreams that I've experienced together. Hence Spider. Hence Spider, yes. Nice. Like behind the curtains. I have a title called The Dream Weaver, and this is already being hinted. In the storyline here and there as some kind of being that's more grand and dreamweaver has a purpose right. that i won't reveal but behind the curtains dreamweaver's meaning for me is actually that he weaves uh, all my stories together that's cool i like that yeah
1: so mm-hmm. in that case spider's kind of a tool for you to get out all of your dreams
0: yes absolutely and also i use Cliche shonen trope, yeah, as a tool as well, yeah. to uh, to weave all my stories together.
1: There is nothing wrong with cliche shonen tropes. Yeah. there is a reason they are tropes in the first
0: place. We scream and shout. Yes.
1: What's your favorite shonen trope? Favorite shonen trope.
0: <laughs> you know, the kind of power up, and then we go berserk mode. Yeah, I agree. I'm an edgy teen. I'm gonna kill all the nightmares. <laughs> we.
1: All right. In that case, to you, because I'm not going to deny it. Spider doesn't read this to me is spider an Edge Lord in spider's own head oh he's gonna be oh <laughs> i love
0: <laughs> he's gonna have the edge he's gonna have the edge but it's okay he has a cute side it's all right you know my inspiration for spiders uh personality and character oh no actually comes from a jumping spider
1: oh I love jumping they're spiders. They're cute.
0: They're Lovely. so cute. And they're, and they're like hunters when they want to. Yeah. Have you ever played Webbed? Uh,
1: no. You would love it if you like spiders. Mm. It's an entire game based around being a spider. Oh, that's so cute. And you're trying to rescue your boyfriend oh. because your boyfriend's pretty and blue and was kidnapped by a bowerbird who likes to steal things that are pretty and blue. And it's a great game, and I'm not going to lie, I can picture just a meme gif of spider's face on (laughs) the spider from, I think, the female peacock spider going around, because the colour scheme is also very similar. The more I think about this, the more it fits. And and Tori's uniform outfit's blue, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. The boyfriend's blue. Yo, let's go. You should play webbed. That's my recommendation. Alright, gotta check it out. (laughs) All right, guys, stop the podcast. Magic needs to play webbed. (laughs) (laughs) So, why spiders? We talked about the dream weaver element. You like the idea of weaving things. But why specifically spiders for you?
0: Yeah, so I think a lot of things that I liked all tied into spiders. So dream weaver is one thing. Dream catchers, they look like spider webs. They totally do. They totally do. And I love the elements. Spiders kind of have these streams, athletics, that I also tied in very much in my story as a weaver. With the shonen vibes. Very shonen vibes, yeah. Yep. I'm also very inspired by Darren Shang's books. I don't know if you know that author. No, I do not
1: know. Would you like to give me some details? He
0: is the author of Demonita or Demoneta. I actually don't know how it's pronounced. Vampire's Diary. Oh, Ex- executioner?
1: A vague knowledge very vague though have heard of
0: oh yeah yeah it's about a circus and stuff so he's a horror or teenage horror book writer right and a lot of his stuff actually ties into spiders nice and i really loved aspects of it right because that was like kind of my childhood book right childhood inspiration do you have other childhood inspirations so
1: you had this childhood horror book were you supposed to be reading it or was a magic being naughty <laughs>
0: It's not that horror, to be honest. Okay. It's target to its It's not that scary.
1: <laughs> I was not going to judge. I read books meant for adults when I was like 12. And then I went, I don't get it. The characters aren't fun at all. <laughs> then I went back to YA specifically. And even now I read the back of an adult centric book and I go, like, it's okay. But yeah,
0: I would say his stuff is a lot more shonen than horror.
1: Mm. So, you mentioned that you have those shonen elements. Do you have any other sort of shonen based inspirations, or specifically maybe heading even towards anime manga inspirations? Would you say that's a big source
0: for you? A very big source, yeah. So, anime manga also. Marvel comics yep. are very big inspirations. Yep.
1: Anything you're a fan of?
0: Of course. Um, so, Fumetar Chemist is definitely a plus. Yes, agreed. Yeah. There's also De Grey Man, very old, I believe. De Grey Man! Ah, sorry. <laughs> Such a good work.
1: The line work in De Grey Man kills me, yes, especially in so like good. those double splash pages. Oh, oh,
0: it's so good. It is.
1: Sorry, continue. Love the stuff. <laughs> just sent me straight back into high school. With yeah. All this. Yeah,
2: go on. Whoa,
0: nostalgia. Yeah. The beam, it's too strong. Yeah, I know. <gasps> in terms of the Western side, I'm inspired by X-Men. Right. X-Men's great. Yeah, X-Men. Oh, I totally see that now that you've said that yeah. in Dreamwalker. I totally see it, yeah. And uh, what came out of that is a mix of Western and anime, I think, Yeah, which is very interesting. One of my main female characters in Dreamwalker mm. is actually inspired by x23 oh i see yeah which is zevs yes so her design character style is kind of inspired by that character
1: in terms of the way that you've drawn your character designs let's go from specifically a design element here Mm -hmm. where do you take your costume inspiration from because obviously with a comic you can't make it too intricate or you're gonna die Mm mm-hmm definitely. <laughs> because of multiple panels, that's half the reason Naruto went from like detailed outfit to whatever happened in Shinpudan. Where do you take your outfit designs?
0: So, I have no fashion sense. <laughs> and I disagree, but go on. No, 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 you'll see. I have no fashion sense. So I go to my sister, and I ask, yo, send me some cool clothes. And she just sent me Pinterest oh, gosh. of images. Like, okay, yoink, yoink. I love that. <laughs> so... Technically, I didn't design any of my character's outfit.
1: Technically, your sister did.
0: Yeah, my sister did. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. I love it. It's just like, yo, Zivs need to look casual and hip, and she needs to look cool-ass, badass chick. And it's like, okay, I got you. I got you, fam. Gives me all the (laughs) screenshots.
1: Here's a Pinterest board. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, I love that. That's so good. I used to not be able to draw men's hair at all. Mm Mm-hmm. And I ended up buying a, and this is now very outdated, but in my collection of reference work, which is a single shelf on my bookshelf, I bought ages and ages ago a J fashion hair book. Ooh. So in Japan, and you can get them in for Western and in English and from various countries, but Japanese haircut books are a thing. Because in Japan, when you go to a hairdresser, very often, if you don't give them the exact thing that you ask for, they'll give you a magazine and they'll actually ask you to pick out a photo. And that photo will have an exact turnaround of that head.
2: Very cool.
1: So it's very useful as a reference. This is a tip to any of the other character designers listening. Indeed. Get yourself a Japanese-style haircut book. Because they had it for feminine and masculine haircuts. References to everything. Oh, God, yeah, now that I'm older. Do you remember that year or that era when people are like, if you use a reference, you're lame?
0: No, actually. (laughs)
1: I don't think Okay. I don't think I've explored
0: the internet far enough.
1: Maybe you missed it. So when I was younger there was also a period of time when people thought using references was cheating, which is stupid.
0: I have heard rumors about it, but I never encountered it.
1: It was a period of time I grew up in. It was like early Deviant Art days and I still remember being like, But if what's the point of a life drawing class? Yeah. Right? Anyway.
0: <laughs> how, how are you going to know how to walk if you can't see other people? Walk exactly. First? Do you walk with your feet? Exactly. Or do you walk with your hands? Can you walk with your hands? <laughs> exactly.
1: No, but actually, can you? <laughs>
0: uh, no. Damn. I'm not strong enough.
1: I'm definitely not strong enough. All right. On that note, balance is a very big element of Dreamwalker. At least that's what I'm feeling. Very true. There's two kind of main forces of good and evil. And there's obviously that clashing of grey that is the characters. But there are characters within the story that is balanced. Mm-hmm. Why do you think you focused so much on that?
0: Again, this is very similar to the shonen trope tool. Mm. Having two opposite sides is another tool for me to write my story out. So I need an evil side, I need a light side, and I have life and death and I just kind of crank up opposition to the max, you know. Mm. Very common in shonen is that you get a list of bad guys that you need to go through, yep. and the main hero will have to go through it, and yep. we kind of like do number countdowns in a way <laughs> Right. these characters.
1: Here's the general, yeah. it has to defeat at least one of the cove good guys or even the protagonist to show you how bad they are. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. There's three generals and you need to go through them, or something like that.
1: Oh god, Aizen's arc from Bleach, yep. Yeah. Continue.
0: So, in a way, that's similar to how my gods are set up, which is there is six sets of gods, and I have 12 right. in total. And there's a countdown to when my main character spider will kind of go through and interact with them.
1: Right. So, those 12 gods, I'm guessing from the talk of balance earlier that they're kind of opposite sides and they're each other's counterpart. Yep.
0: Yep. Yes, they are. Nice.
1: So how do you balance doing uh, such an intensive project and projects, because you've mentioned Twin Tails and we haven't even gotten into it, <laughs> how do you balance an intensive project like Dreamwalker with your
0: everyday? all well, of you to assume that I do.
1: <laughs> so tell me what it's like being magic fire. What's a daily life like for you?
0: Right. How do you balance
1: that magic?
0: So in my normal work, I do a lot of rendering, which is I press a button and I wait for the program to generate images for me. Mm. And usually it takes a really long time because of how intense the work is. I'm a technical artist for my full-time job, and I usually have lots of rendering time. So I have two computers in my room. One of them, I use it to render my work, and the other one... I work on my comic during these render times. Mm. So that gives me some time during the day job to do my work and also I work from home so it's really easy to set that up. Oh that's nice. And then after work hours, I just continue to work on my comic until 12. And to be honest, even during after work hours, I was also working on my full-time work, just a little bit less. So
1: so recently, I've been trying to rejig my body clock, for lack of a better word. I'm starting other work outside of my current artwork and dungeon mastering work, and I guess podcast work now. Do you struggle with separating when work starts and it ends because you work at
0: home? I would like to say I don't, actually, because okay. I have gone into a consistent work style. Right. So I, too, also have many other projects beside my comic and full-time job. Right. This is probably exclusive, but I am planning to make a tabletop game.
1: <gasps> Wait, when you say exclusive, been, I'm hearing this first. You're hearing this first. Oh my god, I feel so spoiled. Continue. It's still funny, okay? It's just writing. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I just feel honored. That's all. Oh my god. <laughs> uh,
0: <clears throat> so, I am making a tabletop game using my no, characters in Dreamwalkers as base.
2: Ooh. I am
0: also wanting to draw another comic that's more in a manga style just on, in, a, in a different title and well i have no idea where that's going to go and i do want to physically publish this damn. although that will probably take a really long time i actually have no idea what the schedule for that is that's all right I'm also wanting to table next year, so I'm prepping stuff, <gasps> products for it. Is this for Armageddon? It's for Overload, actually. Overload. Still a little bit scared of Armageddon. It's too big, I think. Really?
1: <laughs> so what is Overload? Because I'm from Australia, and you're from mm. New Zealand. New Zealand, yeah. You are on the other side of the water, and if I can go visit it, I will. So mm-hmm. what is Overload? So
0: Overload is a Auckland local um, art tabling art con, nice and it caters more towards the indie artist
1: oh that's nice yeah so as opposed to fan artist it's your own kind of work
0: oh i think there's also a lot of fan arts in there there's a lot of okay. anime games you name it but it's mostly the indie artists who draw these kind of fan art there's also original work oh nice original comic nice yeah. nice 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 and cosplay i like it yeah
1: good stuff cosplay
0: mm-hmm. Ooh. Have you had any cosplayers
1: for Dreamwalker or Twin Tail? Uh,
0: yeah, but I did receive a photo of a little <gasps> duck painted in Ziv's color. A, a oh, that's so duck, sweet. I think. I think it's ceramic.
1: Oh, that's so and sweet. It's very cute. I love that. <laughs> uh, so Dreamwalker has quite a number of followers or subscribers. I've forgotten the number.
0: Uh, I think it's 60k.
1: Nice. Oh, so close to the funny number.
0: Oh, wait, no. I, I got to the 66666. Six, 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 six.
1: Oh, okay, cool.
0: I think I screenshoted it as well. So, Dreamwalker has
1: quite a significant following. More people than... I probably have ever met in my entire life. Time. What does that feel like?
0: Sometimes it does feel overwhelming. Right. But I try to not look at it as much right. because I actually like to look into stats and on the marketing side of stats. Right. And I like to see this as a percentage. Right. Rather than an actual number. That's good. So currently you say 60k is a lot, but on the percentage wise, I am quite high on the canvas. But as original, this number is probably not going to compete with the original comics. I do see numbers in percentage. So even though it's big, it doesn't really impact me as much. Mm.
1: Do you find that the pressure of having such a significant following impacts your writing? Or do you still kind of just go with the flow?
0: I would say I am most f- more focused on my story mm. than anything else. Right. My ultimate goal is to complete the story and finish it. There is also a second part to this where my followers kind of make theorycrafts nice. of the storyline and predict nice. where the story will go. Sometimes they got plot holes, <laughs> lots of plot holes. Sometimes they predicted the right thing. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'd, I'd do a little applause to them. Mm-hmm. So one person specifically in my server who I have already dubbed him as the lore master. Ooh. And he is very, very good at theory crafting. Nice. And has already predicted a lot of my plot lines. <laughs> and I'm very proud of nice. him. Nice. <laughs> in that case, so... There were some issues
1: with the original Game of Thrones ending, right? There was, we want to subvert audience expectation. But do you like meeting audience expectation?
0: To be honest, even though there's a lot of comments under my episodes, I don't think they have requested things from the comic. Mm the things that they've predicted that are correct i welcome them to keep theorycrafting nice i like that for what the story will become because when i eventually reach that plot point you will feel rewarded right. to have pointed out the right thing that's great yeah no and also since this is quite a shonen storyline it's sometimes easy to predict what's going to happen anyways and it
1: is, as you mentioned, that it is tropey, right?
0: Yeah, it is a trope. It is a tool for me to craft my story. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so great. So,
1: <laughs> interestingly, you mentioned that there's not that much input, if any, on Dreamwalker, right? Mm hmm. Flip side, Twin Tail. Yo. Would you like to explain Twintail to those who don't know what it is? Yep.
0: Yeah, so Twin Tail is pretty much an experimental project as a choose-your-own-path webtoon. So every episode, I give you events to solve, and I give you options at the bottom. And the readers can vote for these options. And on the next episode, I will draw the solution. So on and so forth.
1: Right. And this one is more casual than DreamWalker, or do you find it just as time-intensive? Definitely
0: more casual. Um, I use a lot of copy-paste techniques.
1: Nice. I did notice that there are some D&D elements to that, as in you roll a
0: 20-side die within your Discord for some of the episodes? Yep. So, as I build my community, I find myself, I attract lots of D&D players. Me. Yeah, you. <laughs> Um, And I also personally quite enjoy D&D as well. And I catered this comic very much towards D&D side, where I roll the dice, there's luck-based elements, there is choose-your-own-path elements. So the path can very much vary from what I've planned.
1: Right. Was was I your first GM? I was just thinking of the sleepover game that I ran.
0: Mm, was that the first was that- game I played?
1: I don't know, but it was it was the one where you were... The buff himbo.
0: Yes. Uh, I think that was the f- first one. but And then I joined another um, one-shot as well. Yeah,
1: you did. I remember this being you never played, and this was very simplified down D&D. Mm-hmm. And then you immediately went to play Artificer, and I was like, bruh. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Pick one of the most complicated classes Alright. But I got a gun. Hats off, honestly. I'm real proud of you. I got a gun. You did get a gun, and I'm sure Magic was very happy. She's got a gun! I got a gun! Um,
0: I cast gun.
1: Anyway, going back to Twintail, you do control the answers that can potentially pop up, but with twin tailed Beast, do you find yourself wishing one answer was picked versus the other, or do you keep Fairly flexible.
0: I do wish that some of the answer I would actually like, oh, that would be really fun to draw. But I set the rule at the beginning of this project is that whatever I draw down will be canon, and I'm not going back. Nice. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, so whatever you choose will be canon, and I'm just going to keep going forward with that.
1: Nice. I'm not going to lie. My favorite character is the snake.
0: Yes, everybody loved the snake, and she was only meant to be a tutorial. (laughs) It was the bad back part. I couldn't
1: resist. I was like, oh, I feel that in my soul.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, on that note, are you ready to answer some questions from your adoring dreamers? Yes. <laughs> These questions were submitted to our Twitter. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can find us at MakersLaw because Lawmakers was taken by someone. Yes, I'm still annoyed at this. <laughs> so, question one comes from Captain Scary or at Rural Mason. How long does it take to adapt your characters to memes? <laughs> <laughs> and when can we expect the adventures of the tiny killer mouse in a skull helmet to be added to Weturn?
0: So uh, meme-wise, I'm actually like creating a backlog of memes for my Dreamwalker. <laughs> <laughs> I I kind of wanna use that as a hype tool for when Dreamwalker launches on originals. I like that yeah so there's that. As for my little gemlin school mouse, she is not going to be important in season one. I would say she will be a lot more important on season two. She is actually a character that I've already designed for the story <gasps> way, 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 way back in the time. okay oh but I at the same time, I also use as my profile pick. so hey. magic is in the story, but magic is also me. <laughs>
1: magic is in the story. I can separate myself from my character. Pinky swear, maybe. Uh
0: yeah. Totally not me. Self-insert. Totally
1: not me. Self-insert character. I mean, we've discussed that one of the ways that you enjoyed media growing up is you enjoyed inserting yourself into these worlds, and then later you did it in dreams. So it's technically not impossible.
0: True. Very true. I like the way you think. Yeah, I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. Others. <laughs> All right. Next question comes from Chen the
1: Rice at Chen Hiroski or Chen Hiroski. Apologies if I stuffed that up. How do you world build? Do you put on diagrams, notes, etc.? And do you world build on things you know won't be in the story? Or do you world build on things that's going to be included in the story? Plus, congrats on being an original now. I'm so excited for it.
0: Thank you, Chen. I love your art, by the way, Chen. I do have an issue where I think too much about my story. I have all these ideas floating around. So what I found helpful for myself is I just vomit all these ideas out onto (laughs) a very big plane. Right. So I use a program called Miro, Miro Board. It is a... Free tool, I believe, where you can put sticky notes on an infinite board, board.
1: Oh, oh! You just ends up in a a spider web of your own theory crafting. I like pretty it
0: pretty much. I have sticker notes everywhere, and I have infinity space to you know add as much sticky notes as I want. So I put down the ideas in as much as I can. And then I reorganize the ideas into more streamlined story. Do you color code or do you
1: just kind of go bleh?
0: Yes, I do color code sometimes. I color code in like big arcs and then I color code into smaller storylines and you know, I keep breaking it down, breaking it down into like smaller, smaller details. Oh, nice. You can see like lots of sticky notes everywhere.
1: A link to that website will be in the show notes below. Cool. Now, I want to stress... I didn't write these questions. <laughs> the following questions come from Drow Girl Hava at Ruvikaf. Why are you so cool? And when can I see
0: need Nita Brick again? Well you see, I take a cold bath every day for three hours and then I add ice to <laughs> no <I'm> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I will not answer that. Redacted. No, it's canon now. Oh no. We all
1: know why magic's cool. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> You've said that you cannot go back on what has been established as canon. Oh dear. Oh god. Anyway, go on.
0: I oh, was the second question. When can I see Kigam need a break again? Oh, but that's my D&D character. Oh, details. Give me the law. <laughs> I created Kigam need a break. Oh, Kigam need a break. Okay. You I can like see it. It's <laughs> actually
2: magic. Magic need a <laughs> magic need a break. No, I love
0: it. It's so magic much better now that I can see the pun. Yes. Yes, so it is a character I created in a one shot with a D&D campaign. Mm-hmm. I was lucky enough to play this game when I had a break from my Dreamwalker. Right. And once the break ended, I was like, oh, I really don't have time to play this every week or every fortnightly it, it's taken up a lot of my time oh man so you don't need a break is forever in a break Bro, <laughs> big time <laughs> oh uh.
1: so in that case do you feel like this is a semi-serious question mm-hmm. so the question is do you need a break
0: i do but I can't. Like, I want to work, you know?
1: Okay. As a workaholic to another workaholic. Yep, yeah, yeah. What would you do if you had a break? If you let yourself say, this day is no dream worker, no work, no nothing. And I'm, I mean it. And you're not allowed to touch those things. Oh, no. The horror. What would you do with a day where you need a break? Would you play D&D?
0: Am I allowed to work on something else?
1: No. Damn. Trust me, I know your pain because my immediate thought was, oh, I'd work on the podcast.
0: Exactly. I can work on animation. I always want to, like, upskill my animation skills. I would probably just sleep all day, actually. Sleeping is very nice. Yeah.
1: Do you not get enough sleep or do you just like the act of sleeping?
0: I just like to sleep.
1: (laughs) Yes, because when you sleep, you dream.
0: Yes, I do. But I do maintain the eight hours sleep daily
1: oh you're good then i don't
0: yeah <laughs> it's actually very nice once you have eight hours of sleep every day yeah you find yourself become more productive and you do more stuff during the daytime right yeah highly you come in i definitely struggle
1: with that unfortunately i am a dawn walker Aww. as opposed to a dream walker as in the moment the sun is rising my body is just instinctively awake oh <laughs> i'm not kidding I can't sleep past the sunrise most of the time. And if I am, it's because I am being squeezed and held in bed. (laughs) But aside from that, I've been working on getting to bed earlier because if I get to bed earlier, I do find myself actually getting that eight hours. The other problem is I'm just friends with a lot of night owls and I have friends in the UK that I want to talk to. That's true. Since becoming part of the streaming sort of sphere, I've been introduced to really amazing people just all over the world. The problem with that is that they're all over the world and we can never hang out. So true. Right? I have a game coming up with my really great friend Patch from Quest Junkies, who is going to be our next guest on the podcast, who I haven't played a game with in forever, but the game starts at my 7am.
0: Oh, does become there although i have met a few webcomic friends who for some reason is still awake while i'm at nighttime right they are very night owls there are a lot of people
1: who are just night owls i feel especially in the modern day because we have access to 24 hours and you're almost on demand 24 hours it's <laughs> worrying honestly like people need, need a break. break magic before they break magic So I suppose don't be afraid to take that break unless it's your body choosing it for you. Please, please don't do that. No, to listeners listening, the reason I am saying it like this is because there have been times when I have been genuinely concerned for magic, but knowing that magic is getting more sleep than I am, honestly, a little bit relieving, (laughs) despite how much I know you work.
0: Having an eight hours sleep day is the best thing that you can ever have. So we talked about dreams briefly,
1: but like half the reason I don't sleep is because I vivid dream to the point where it wakes me up a lot. So (laughs) a lot of my dreams feel so visceral that sometimes I walk out, like I I say walk, I crawl out of bed as if I was still the the creature that I was in my dream.
0: That's very cool.
1: I get almost reverse possessed if we're using your soul fragment terms by what I was dreaming. (laughs) Nice. It's worse when I have a fever. I had influenza one year. I was in a fever stage for about three days. This is when I was living by myself, by the way.
0: Oh, no.
2: And
1: my neighbor was in America seeing a family for Christmas. So I was living by myself in a country that wasn't my dominant tongue for language. This is when I was living in Japan. And I was just high on fever. Yep. During that period of time, I probably slept, gosh, maybe 24 hours of the three days. Oh. But during that time, I had a stack of watercolor postcards that I'd bought with the one day idea, oh, I'm going to have time to draw, and then I'd never use them. And then it happened where I drew. Let's go. 72 or 50 pictures between those two numbers, because I'm not sure, because some have been lost. Just perfect perspective for shortening. Wow, that's
0: amazing. It
1: was insane. And I remember waking up out of my fever dream, because I woke up and I was like, what's this stack of paper doing here?
0: Oh, wait, wait, what?
1: Damn. I did these and I was freaking out for ages because it was better art than I'd ever done. And I'd had barely any draft base either. Like I just went straight to drawing a hand and the hands were perfect. And I've never been able to recapture that. So general life tip people, not get high and draw. That's not the point here. Definitely. The point here is your biggest prohibitor is yourself a lot of the time in creative pursuits. You second-guessed yourself, you think, oh, it should be more like this, because in your head you have a canon. But don't be afraid to just let the dreamer out,
0: I guess. Man, I I wish I could save and dream. I have so much project loss because I was actually doing in my dream, and I woke up and there's no save button. No, really? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, gosh, that sucks. I made website, I made animations. No!
1: Where's my save button? Is it easier the second time when you try to do them?
0: Um, probably. Maybe.
1: <laughs> maybe you did a draft in your dream.
0: Yo, maybe that is true. Whoa. Yo, maybe that's why you move so fast.
1: Like for those who don't know Magic Fire, Magic Fire works really quickly. Uh-huh. Maybe you draft in your dreams.
0: <laughs> Whoa. That's like mind blowing right now.
1: I mean, is it true?
0: Maybe. Maybe I'm training in my dream world as well. Training
1: arc in your dream.
0: Is like the Goku moment.
1: Oh, wow. What is it? It's the capsule heavy gravitational chamber, but it's just you asleep in a bed.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been drawing for a thousand years. <laughs> and then I woke up.
1: In that case, actually, do you have a wind down ritual or do you just go to sleep?
0: Um. So what I found helpful for my hands is rinse it in hot water, mm. not scallion water to hurt yourself, but hot water so that It actually relaxes your muscles and blood. Mm. So you do that in the morning and at nighttime, just like a session of hot water. Oh,
1: so like when you first wake
0: up? Yeah, and then just massage your hands Mm. so that you relax the muscles, you relax the blood Mm. and get good blood circulation. So that's really helpful.
1: And why do you need to do that for your hands, Magic?
0: Uh, Because it it already broke once. (laughs) Yeah, because it already broke once. Stop breaking yourself. Uh Sorry, guys. For those who
1: are listening and have no context, magic should take, get a care of their hands sometimes. I
0: went to a hint therapist and the first thing she told me is to stop drawing. I was like, oh, man.
1: Well, that's not happening. So what's plan B?
0: <laughs> I felt like Thanos just dusted me. Oh.
1: <laughs> no, I understand that. I think you were around when this happened, but I lost all ability in my right arm yes. for like a month. I remember that, yes. That was Terrifying, and it was half the reason I kind of eased up on myself. <laughs> take a break, guys. Yes, magic. Take a break now. Anyway, one day, Kigum need a break. <laughs> Sorry, magic. Last question on this list from these wonderful, wonderful dreamers is from Archmage from Archmag two seven seven four five zero sixty nine. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice what are some challenges you have transferring dreams into coherent worlds characters and stories and also why are your dreams so epic
0: <laughs> i don't know
1: <laughs> it's easy magic's an epic person guys we all know this
0: They just come to me <laughs> the difficulties in transferring dreams into i guess content. let's say mm. contents that's consumable to you know mm. readers and stuff Is how I actually weave them together. Mm. I have a specific scene I want to show. How does that fit into the storyline? I have a specific background that I want to show. How would I fit that into a storyline? So again, Spider is my tool to weave all these dreams together. As he goes through the plot, I will slot in these scenes and sequences into gaps. And just keep filling in the gaps. Do you find
1: it easier because you have this multiple universe, multiple reality spanning section that it's easy for you personally to dip in and out of those as spider? Does the way that you have the gateways, for example, and the portals you can open up, does that mechanically and creation wise, does that ease it up without that pressure of like, oh, yes, this world's connected to this world because you have that hub network?
0: Uh, definitely some of these worlds are created based on their dreams and some of them are created based on what story needs right so some of the worlds is created just so basically to have certain scenes from my dreams as well
1: nice in each episode how often do you think oh this is a scene from my dream or is that just every episode
0: say probably every episode or every event that happens nice
1: i like that awesome now
0: are you ready for some D20
1: questions? Let's go. Now, there's no D&D bot because I didn't think that far ahead.
0: I have a D&D dice. You have dice
1: now? Yeah. I bought it. Ah! You took the plunge. Yes. Or be like me. Don't own now 18 sets. No, 19 sets. I'll
0: show you the image later. It has spiders' colors.
1: Yes, please. Am I allowed to show the listeners? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yay. For those who have never been here before, D20 questions. I have a table of 20 questions. I actually have four of these. Don't tell Magic. (gasps) That Magic Fire will be rolling on. And depending on what her 20-sided die lands on, will result in the question. So, Magic, what is your first number?
0: All right. Let's go. I got 20.
1: You got a nat 20?
0: I got a nat (sighs) 20.
1: So, nat 20. Tell me a story. What? That's the 20. Oh, no. You gotta make lore for me.
0: Gotta make lore for you. Yeah, make lore, honey. Oh. Magic, magic, tell me a story. Okay,
1: let me think. Of- you know what? I'm gonna roll a d4. Oh? Uh-huh. And that's how many minutes you have to tell me a complete story. Okay. We've got one minute. <laughs> okay. All right, ready? You have one minute to tell me a full story. Are you ready? No.
2: <laughs> that's fine. Three, two, one, go! A female legend, who created a black hole that stopped time on a continent. The time start moving, and a witch start lives within it. Ooh, if within the black hole. Within the black hole, yes. That's cool. A male warlock comes to conquer the witch and succeeded. 20 seconds. (laughs) Um, But her rage uh, passed on a criminal who comes to kill the warlock
0: by the will of the witch. The myth uh, by the witch and the myth. Oh, that's good. And, and and the female myth. Nice,
1: nice, nice. All right. That was one minute. Oh, I tried. You man. did really well. I
0: tried.
2: Cool. I
1: love this idea.
0: Oh. In the
1: middle of a black hole, Are you kidding me? That sounds dope.
0: Oh <laughs> my god. That is the premise of my manga that I was trying to write. Oh, what? Uh- Guys, we're getting so many treats! The The title is called The Myth, The Witch, and The Criminal. Ooh, I like that. Oh, y- yum! Yeah. Oh, I tried. You did? It's not really a back hole, but I simplified it.
1: So you had one minute, you produced lore. Claps and snaps all around, man. Damn. I have or- four, four sentences. That was great! Are you kidding me? I'm oh, so proud of you right now. That was hard. <laughs> this is what you get for a night 20. So, time to roll again. Are you ready?
2: Oh, all
0: right. Don't give me an hour, 20. It's all right. I'll pick a different table. I mean, there's only one table. Oh. <laughs> right. This is this is 16. 16, okay.
1: What is the main message that you want to give your audience?
0: The main message? Yes. Yeah. So, there is a lot of balance in my storyline, the theme, which is yep. a lot of balance. There's good, evil, death, life, you know, good side, bad side. Right. And on the surface it may seem like it's black and white or in a grayscale. But I want to bring out that it's not just one or zero. Nice. It's many, many different kind of colors within this sea of chaos. Nice. And trying to find balance in this four dimensional plane or even five dimensional plane. Is super hard. And my idea of balance is not just a scale. It is a burst of colors. And you're trying to find peace within all that chaos.
1: That's so beautiful. <laughs> That's such an artist statement.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hope I get to that part
1: soon. All I'm picturing, Magic, is just one of those white placards next to an art painting <laughs> in a gallery. It's just this Artist statement. I'm just dying inside.
0: Yeah, this theme is presented by my elements called the flow. yeah Which is the space that exists between worlds, mm. and it's just burst of colors in.
1: That's so good. Yeah. Oh, I love it.
0: Really felt like the sea. Nice. And that is actually my theme throughout the entire comic. So,
1: just very quickly, on that note, what is your color that represents your balance? Is it green? Teal. Teal.
0: Turquoise and teal, nice. yeah, definitely those color.
1: <sighs> For me, it's hard. I would say that honestly, mine's grassy green.
0: Grassy green, ooh.
1: So it's funny you should say that. I have a very wonderful person in my life. I love them very much.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He sees color in sound, <gasps> so he has synesthesia. He has the fun one where if he hears something or he hears music, there is shades of color that he sees when he listens to it. So he's kind of painting in his head when he listens to music. That's very cool. Right? Conveniently, my partner also has (laughs) synesthesia, but for letters and numbers. So when he reads that, he has that. And meanwhile, me as an artist is like, bruh, that's not fair. (laughs) Give me. (laughs) But this particular shade of green, and you would know me and a lot of people who are listening to this podcast know I love my plants and I love my flowers. I've always loved grassy nature greens. I'm talking to this wonderful person, and he tells me that actually my voice is that colour to him, which was an intensely, like, who So I don't just relate to this colour. I apparently emit it, ooh. which is wild. That's very cool. <laughs> right? I'm still, like, just full of emotion about it. Uh-uh. I have a money plant on my desk, and it's that colour. Uh-uh. And so I'm like, I'm about to start hearing
2: <laughs> <We'll
0: step> it. <aside. laughs> That's very cool.
1: All right, are you ready for your last question?
0: hmm, sure. Roll it! Last number? Yeah! Oh, I fell. No, come back. I got a nine. Nine! Okay, this
1: is a little bit difficult because not all moments have been published so far. And you can say of either one, so either Twin Tail or Dreamwalker. Mm hmm. What is your favourite moment?
0: Moment. Mm. hmm. I have a lot of favourite moment for. Dreamwalker. I think it is super shonen, and I love all the epic moments that I got from the shonen film, Yeah. So maybe I'll talk about Twin Tail, which is when my epic wooden snake comes out of well.
1: That's cool. Yeah.
0: And I drew that epic painting.
1: I love that painting.
0: So usually I use one day to finish an episode, mm. but this one I use another day to finish the painting. Mm. and I went in just like, yeah, I, I kind of don't know what this character is going to look like. It's just going to be made out of wood and twigs, mm-hmm. and very like ancient looking. Mm-hmm. And then I drew in those two horns, so like a side thing, just go like, yep, it's got horn now. Mm-hmm. And that was the best thing that I added, because the <laughs> horn actually rotates like a little ear. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I think that was the coolest moment. It brings all of my funny, like comedic moments kind of Brought it all into like a very serious tone.
1: Yeah, because Tail does read as
0: that. Yeah, you are a very comedic cat, but suddenly you are this creature that relates to this ancient, powerful being, right? And you are part of his world. Feeling nice. Yeah, that was it. Do you
1: like having your protagonists feel small against the world?
0: Oh yes, the underdog trope. I quite like that kind of feeling, mm. where you uh, struggle with your desire to achieve something. Yeah. And you get what you wanted in the end. Yeah. Definitely.
1: I love that. Also, if you haven't, check out Twin Tail guys. So cute, but also so epic. Very cute. Thank you so much for joining us, Magic. Do you have any advice that you'd like to give any of the listeners or people interested in webtoon?
0: Right. So, I think you've all heard this one very effective advice, which is just do it. There is nothing better than just do it. Just start. See where you're good at, see where you're bad at, fail faster, and learn from your mistakes. Also, get a small disc mirror. Yep. And just put it at your workspace. Yep. Use that mirror as a reference yep. for your hands, for your facial heat feature. It is very helpful.
1: Always remember that your thumbs point inwards, guys. Indeed. Don't be like me.
0: <laughs> oh wait, what? <laughs>
1: There have been times when I've drawn the wrong hand, right? Because you're copying one hand and you're like, that's not the right hand.
0: Well, with a mirror, you can have a real-time reference of your own hand.
1: That's true. I have a mirror in my room now. All right, Magic, thank you so much for joining us today. Where can we find you?
0: You can find me on, first of all, Webtoon, of course, where Dreamwalker and Twintail is out in the public. You can also follow me in my creator page. You should be able to click on my name and follow it. There's also Twitter at magicfire.com, Instagram at magic.sy. Magic spelt with a K, by the way, guys. Yes, magic with a K. All right. Thank you so much for hanging out
1: today, Magic. No worries. And we hope to see you around the campfire. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Loremakers. Want to keep up with the podcast? Follow the Twitter at MakersLore or join the Discord where you can find news, future guest announcements, and get your questions featured on our next session. If you enjoyed the show, consider rating and leaving a review on your preferred podcast platform. Or you can tweet the show with your latest stream. That's how I'll know you listened to the
2: episode. Lots of love your way, my friends. See you around our campfire. Bye-bye!